Yo, you drinking it out of that glass looks like it's like a milk glass. This makes me want to vomit in all of the ways. That literally makes me so sad. This is so bad to me. <laughs> like, it, wow. really, it really tastes really bad to me. And it just keeps getting worse every time I take a sip. Wow, like, I'm kind of devastated. <laughs> I'm sorry uh, to bring you this news. Okay. <laughs> well, episode over. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Bruise on Film. It's done. We're done. <laughs> Can never do it again. Um, but yeah, welcome to Bruise on Film. If Harley is sounding different, we guys, surprise, we're recording over the computer, and if Harley sounds crystal clear, it's because she has her very own mic. Yeah, guys, I got a little mic. It's cute. It stands up. You love to collect mics. I love. I do. All my friends' names are Mike. Yeah. I have this mic. We have that other mic. Tanner has two mics. <laughs> You're just surrounded by mics at all time. Um, yeah, I mean, I I personally am not into this into this beer. And I know that we'll talk about it. it. I just don't. I think from the moment I poured it, I was like, oh, this is going to be scary. And then I tried it. I uh, tongued it, as you would say. And um, it's just it's so bad to me. That's disappointing. I love, but it's I love fine. the name, though. We- what? I love the name, though. Yes, it's fine. We'll get to it. Um, I'm just saying it's award-winning, so you're probably wrong. Oh, award-winning. <laughs> I just don't know. I need to see the ballots um, on that one. Uh, I think I think they were stuffed. I think uh, Russia interfered. I think uh, the election was stolen from from this beer. Uh, I don't. I, I just it's don't. It's just I don't not see it. your type of guy, and that's fine. Yeah, you're. Yes, absolutely. That's right. Um, so I think this is what we had said last week. We had said that we are going, our pop culture this week was we were going to talk Bravo. Um, so I think we should, we should jump right into the Bravo talk because I know we both have a lot to say. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Okay. So let's just start with where, let's start with Beverly Hills because it's over. It's done. We don't have to really dive that deep into it. I feel like we've like talked about it a lot throughout the season, but just overall thoughts on the season as a whole and then on the four-part reunion. Did it have to be four parts? I don't really know. Um, I don't think it needed to be four parts. I will say that. I think there was like kind of a lot of repetition. I honestly feel like we could have done a literal like one-on-one sit down with like Andy and Erica. Yeah. And like or something, because, like, the women didn't really give much, but, again, they don't want to really be, I guess, like, implicated right. or, like, say anything. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I love Lisa Renna, but I don't know. I just feel like she is, like, wishy-washy. Yeah. I don't know. Her um, relationship stuff with Garcelle at the reunion really made me uneasy, um, I found it all to be so fake and like getting up and hugging her. And I was like, it's like a lot of gaslighting on Garcelle yes. and it makes me yeah. really uncomfortable for, for some reason. Um, also RIP Lois. Yeah. RIP Lois, um, Lisa's mom, she had a stroke sometime last week and I think passed away like earlier this week. Yeah. Um, but she was like 90 something. She's like pretty old. So like, she probably lived a long, great Survived life. Survived a she serial was... killer. Yeah, she got away from a serial killer, right? Yeah, yeah got yeah. away. Um, she brought joy to us in the show. She really we did. I loved that. Lois. Yeah, who who didn't love Lois? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what – I mean, honestly, like, I watched the reunions, like, a couple of weeks ago, so I'm, like, yeah. still, like – what so next season? Are do we think all the ladies are back? I saw pictures. Yes, of... all the ladies are back. Okay. Um, there is uh potentially a new friend of. Okay. Um, who I don't remember. I don't think her name is Diana. And people on Twitter were saying that she's a madam, um, or was a madam, and that Lisa Rena was like maybe one of her clients at one point, um, allegedly, oh? allegedly, um, as Erica would say, allegedly, um, yes. But that's what people on Twitter were saying. And then the only person that hasn't been, because they truly, like, filmed it, and then I think, like, three weeks later, they were, like, gearing up to, like, start filming, like, season 12. Yeah. Is it, isn't it it Kathy? 
Yeah, Kathy, Kathy's not filming because she's holding out for more money. She wants more money, which I'm like, give her give the money, her the but money. I'm also like, I'm also like, I honestly, after this season, they should be like, yeah, we'll give you the money. Yeah. Just because she really like, like was such a standout character. Yeah. And I mean it in the dearest way as a character. Yeah, she is a character. In, in this, like in the show. Yeah. I will be honestly completely upset if oh, they... Yeah. If Kathy doesn't come back, even just as a friend of, I want her to be a full-time lady. Yeah. Um, But I will be very upset. I will be so upset. Um, I have seen stuff for that. I also, a little segue from that, Paris Hilton just got married. And they did, like, a full weekend celebration of, like, wedding stuff, which I kind of love. Um, She looks beautiful. I mean, you know my love for Paris Hilton runs deep. I'm, I... Talk talk about something that made me say pop culture is for me. Pop like, culture for like, me. I like, mean, yeah, yeah like, I famously was Paris Hilton for Halloween in sixth grade. Yeah. Like that, she means a lot to yeah. me. <laughs> She's she, yeah. I just I love her. I adore her. Um, I think that I think that the I think that overall, this was one of the best seasons that Beverly Hills has had. Um, in a while. In a while. Yes. And and not even just like the Erica stuff, which was fascinating and riveting, um, but I also think like like some of the side stuff, like the Sutton stuff with Crystal, was also interesting. The Sutton stuff with Erica was like very interesting. The way that you just see Kyle and Rinna and Dorit like work overtime to kiss Erica's ass, yes, is crazy. It's like it's like you watch it and you're like you I I. Are we watching? Are you watching the they same thing? They kiss her I'm ass and then ultimately behind her back go and talk shit, which I honestly like am not that mad about, other than the fact that like you're on camera, so you know. Yeah. But it's like that's something, and I think to be completely honest, they have every right to like try to be a supportive friend to yeah. her to her face. I just and don't then, think throw don't don't throw Sutton under the bus. Yes. Uh, like and then and then it. literally but they all like and i think that's fine for them to go and talk about their concerns and talk about their own speculation yeah. like it would be almost like unnatural yeah for them not to yeah so i am totally fine with like that but also like they made i don't know they just like acted like it it i don't know they acted like they everything acted was fake fine. they acted fake yes yeah but also, like, Erica, like, no offense, like, yeah, these people are your friends, but if something like that happened to me, I'm expecting people to talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also expecting people not to believe me. Right. Like. I just think it's, I just think it was, like, it's not like Sutton was asking truly crazy questions. Like, they were yeah. all questions that everyone, every woman at the table wanted to know. Also, I just want to say, side note, the the Dorit home invasion is truly terrifying, Yes. And God bless her and, like, her children who, like, had to... I mean, her, her children don't know because um, they were asleep. So, but, like, I love Dorit. I've been saying for, for like, many seasons that I think Dorit is, is one of the best housewives that we've, that we've gotten, like, late, late in the game. Um, so I wish her, like, nothing but the best because I, I really do love Dorit. I also weirdly have grown to love PK. Yeah. Um more and more throughout the seasons which is so strange i dorit's like definitely not a favorite housewife for me i think she does a job she is like (laughs) kooky lulu like in a way that isn't like too like i'm crazy but it's like some of the things she does says wears portrays is like so kooky crazy out of this world i think that's why i love her so much yeah but it also like i think it works for beverly hills like i don't think if we put her like in a jersey or in even a, potentially New York, but like even like any other franchise, like I don't think she would really work. Yeah, I agree. But that's why she's perfect for Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to um, the new season of Beverly Hills. Here's the thing: I know that they like started their production because like they want to capture the Erica stuff like in real time, which is great. I want I want all the Erica content. People have been saying this is Bravo's true crime phase. I'm here for it. I'm living for it. The Issue is that I, I don't know if I can do another full season of Erica stuff. I 100% agree. Um, you got to do something I, else. Y- yeah. And it's like, I think that 
there are things that are unresolved at the end of this season. So obviously we want to know. Yeah. But then I also think like by the time they're filming it, it airs. I don't know if we're going to come to a full another resolution for the whole Tom thing. Potentially by the reunion they might, but I, yeah, I I agree with you. It's like getting exhausting and then less like something crazy, crazy, crazy comes out. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to have to just kind of like push on like everything's normal. Cause like almost to the fact that like realistically, like if Erica literally had absolutely nothing to do with it, had no inkling, nothing at all. Like I too would want to just like resume normal things. Yeah. And yes, like her life is not going to be the normal that she knew. She's not like the like she's not gonna be performing. She's not gonna be having this company, like all this stuff. Right. But I still think like I would want to get to some like reminiscence of normal. So yeah, and I think that the main takeaway from the reunions is, and I'm uh, you know I'm hoping like whoever she, you know she hired someone from media training if she did something. The main takeaway is that people really are not upset with like you as like a person they're upset with you seemingly being oblivious and uh rude about the victims of yeah and i mean yeah i think that's the one thing like that she could have and maybe it's something with legal that being like don't say anything about any victims like don't admit to their being victims right because she kept saying alleged alleged victims Yes, yes. So, but I mean, even if she said alleged victims, like, while the season was filming, I think that that would have sufficed the ladies. Like, they yeah. would have been like, okay, she, like, knows what it, it's about. Like, right. whatever. Also, I would just, just real quick before we move on to Potomac, I am a slut and I love something. Uh, she really turned it around for me by the by the middle of the season. Um, really enjoyed. Great, great work on your first Diamond season. Yeah, I will tell you. So, she, this is only her second season, right? Yeah, so last season she was a friend of. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, but so this, like, I've had, a like, a trajectory with, like, yeah. um, with Sutton. Like, I wasn't that big of a fan. Like, I remember she came in so hot and was, like, crying about the stuff yeah. at the Teddy thing. Yes. Um, and, like, all this other stuff. So, like, I, like, thought she was much more in her own this season. And I think she is just, like, a generally, like, maybe anxious person and like so some things kind of maybe come off and rub the wrong way yeah and she gets worked up about stuff but I also I but I'm not like she's definitely not my favorite but I'm not like I did enjoy her this season more than last I also love her social media presence I love um that thing that that happened when she like posted a picture like with that man and then someone posted and it was like, oh, is this your date? And she was like, nope, it's my homosexual assistant. Assistant, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just really, like, love, I don't know, I just, I, 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 I appreciate something. And uh, in, a, in a year where housewives were called on their bad behavior and called on their problematic behavior, and a lot of them faltered and just kind of did the housewives thing where it was like, well, that's just me. I'm just being me. I feel like she actually listened to Crystal, took yes. in took in what she was saying, uh, and under understands now in, where Crystal was coming from when they got into their little confrontation. And now they're best friends. I go to Dodgers games, and I'm like, I love yeah. that. And it's really, it's really like Crystal, Garcelle, and Sutton seem to be like the the three the that crew. the yeah. three that are like against the OGs. Yeah. Um. So let's like do just a tiny like I mean like a full transition to Potomac because yeah. you said homosexual assistant and okay. i will tell you what as i'm watching the reunion uh-huh. miss miss wendy miss dr wendy love her uh-huh. but every time she says only home essential brand it sounds like only homosexual just how she says it and i literally was like every time she said it i don't know if it's like what words she's inflecting uh-huh. or like anything like that that i just like literally thought that's what she was saying and i was like oh my god people are must be on the internet saying stuff but i don't know if anyone else heard it like me i don't think anyone else i haven't seen anything so i think i think you just just heard it but that's a great 
uh, segue and catch into Potomac. Where were you as far as the season goes? Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. Was it their best season? No. Um, I am not in the camp. A lot of people are in the camp that Ashley Darby needs to go. No, we need Ashley. I, I know. And I like a lot, some people on the internet and some famous people who talk about Bravo <laughs> are in a camp of this. And I am not in that camp. I'm not in that camp. Um, I will say Mia unnecessary don't need her. Um, did nothing. Her husband honestly was uncomfortable to watch. Correct. And we're in a point in time where I don't think we need a, a character like that on television. We already, we already have Michael. We don't need G. Yeah. And they really didn't include Michael much. And even when they did, when he was saying shady, weird stuff, like Ashley would sh- like has shut him down. Cause she's learned. Um, I will say like, I am one to say I love Robin, but she is so sleepy. There's no storyline here. There's really, like, the one thing we can thank her for this season is for bringing us a Scala. Yeah, I um, liked a Scala. Yeah, I like a Scala. I don't think... They really dismissed her real, real quick at the reunion. Um, yeah. And then even Mia said, oh, you brought her out for two sentences. Yeah, which I thought was, like, annoying. Um, she, but doesn't, she, doesn't, also... she doesn't even get to meet Nikki. I know, rude. Literally so rude. She got all dressed up for nothing. Truly. Um, But, okay, so, and then my thing with Candace, I love her. I'm, like, never get rid of her. But I, the, the one thing that in the thing, she's just yelling so much, and all the other ladies are, like, check your, like, you should change your attitude. Like, me and, me and, like, how me and Giselle talk to each other is, like, like it's all out of love, even though it's true hate. Right. Um. <laughs> I think my one thing with it is that it made it the Candace's yelling and like combativeness made everything like it like made it very like not fun to watch. Right. Like no one got to speak. It was just like a lot of yelling. Yeah. And a lot of and I was like, when is Andy going to yell and be like, stop? Yeah. Like, so for me, like, I'm all for Candace. I love Candace. I think like. She, no matter what, is going to have a, a storyline to push because she's always pushing somebody's button. Yeah. Um, and also, if anything, if not anything, drama with her husband, drama with her mom. Like, she is set. Yeah. Like, she's good. Yeah. Um, but I will say just, like, her essence on the reunion, just the yell- the yelling of it all was not for me. So I have also been on record on this podcast as being a Candace stan. Um. I know the things that she says are down low and dirty, um, and hit below. Yes, the, but a lot of the other ladies are too. Yes, but I agree. It's, I it's, think I think they don't like Candace's delivery. Yes, that's what it is. I think that's what they don't like. Like the other ladies, they do stuff more behind the backs, and then and they I are like think... very nice to the face. But I think Candace really just brings it to you in your face, and I don't think they like that. I also think that, um, and this is something that I thought today when I watched part two. Um, was that there does have to be some type of growth. Um, there does have to be some type of accountability. And at least with everyone else, when they go low, a few episodes later, aside from like really Giselle and Wendy, like they're gonna say sorry. And they're yes. gonna, and they're gonna say like, I was wrong at some point. And you're never gonna get that from Candace. So, yeah. so it is kind of a little bit like we're on a hamster wheel. Yes, um, I agree. I do think, like, to a point, she does need to, like, kind of, like, grow the F up yeah, grow a little. Up. Yeah, Um. But, but but I do also think that, that <laughs> I don't know, I had conflicting feelings about Mia. I thought that the stuff with, with her mom was really touching and really moving. Um, and probably relatable to a lot of people. Like, I, yes. I agree, but I think her messiness that they are explaining, yes. that is taken on after and her like dismiss it her one her just being like a straight up liar and just yes, I think she's lying a li- yeah, to the ladies and then also just like her like dismissiveness of like it's almost like she thinks she's like better than most so so did you see that tweet that she sent out basically being like i don't need to do this show like me and g don't need this in our lives we thought we were going to be joining a classy show like beverly hills 
No. Yeah. So that's so that's kind of where I sit with Mia, where I'm like, okay, well then, the door is to your left. Like we, you, you did, you did good. You brought us the salad. You, you did the whole like the the shoot was low budget. Like you know, you brought us, I guess, like some stuff. Not enough for me to be like, please bring Mia back. Please bring, please bring her back. Like I'm good if you go. I'm good if you stay. I don't really care. I honestly think that if you were to stay, next season would be your last anyway. So, like... Yeah, I agree. I just don't want to see her damn husband on the TV. I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, I don't know. I do want to say that um, the Karen and Giselle moment when they uh, said nice things about each other and then Giselle started to get emotional really touched me because I love them together. Um, I agree. I think it's a true, beautiful friendship. Um, I will also say some people are calling for Robin and Giselle to go. No. What, what, show, um, what show do we have? Yes, I mean, to be completely honest, I, I, again, I am here to say I love Robin. I think she could go. I, or I, like, take a, take a break. Here's, take about, a here's, here's why I'm going to say I don't think Robin can go. Um, because I think that for whatever reason, the Wendy, Giselle, Robin situation, Robin chimes in a lot more about the Wendy stuff than, I agree. than Giselle does. So, in that respect, I think it's a... If you're keeping Wendy, I feel like you gotta keep Robin because I think that they'll still go at each other. The Wendy stuff, and I know a lot of people are calling for Wendy to be gone. They think that it's... Why? Really? Because they think that, that that it's too thirsty. They think that she thinks that she's better than, than Giselle and Robin. And I just think that this is just who Wendy is. I think... I agree. I, I think that, that, you know, she is a professor. She's a political commentator. She knows how to, like, demonstrate when people are wrong, you know what I mean? And like, and, and, and able to bring us, a, a, uh, like a more like social aspect into the situations, like about how they're not just affecting me, but like what you're doing is actually shaming women in general. Like, and also, and also the thing with like the blog, like on part two, when they talk about the blogs and they yeah. say, okay, like hundreds of people would have read that blog, but millions of people are going to know this. Correct. And like her being like, that's affecting my children. Like that's yes. like, I had no, stuff. I and had then, no idea then, about, about the Eddie rumors until I saw them on the show. Yeah, of course. And then, but then like Giselle is like, when she talks about her and Karen, she's like, Oh, and she came up, she like said hi to my girls did whatever. But I almost was like, okay, but you don't have like the respect to like, just apologize to what to Wendy because something could potentially like in the future like harm her children right like don't even apologize to wendy for like what you did just yeah. apologize that it could have potentially like come something come out about your child but i mean yeah. i guess so many people well i just think that um honestly giselle dated a terrible man yeah. and like i mean married a terrible man so it's yeah. like probably she's just used to people saying bad stuff all the time yeah so, and, I don't I, and i and i also don't think that it's fair um just because Giselle said something about Wendy's husband that Wendy can be like, oh, well, it's a couple's trip and you can bring your luggage. Like, I also don't think that that's like... Yeah. I mean, it's a good yeah. read, but like, I don't think that it's like great. Um, anything else about Potomac? I'm excited to... I mean, I'm, I'm hashtag blessed that it's not four parts of Nicki Minaj. I'm glad that it's just going to be the one part. It's only the third, right? No, it's only the fourth, I think. I think it's oh, the last hour. Oh, okay. Um, which, thank God, I don't think I could... I, Andy is Andy is the king of re reunions, and I can't like I I don't want these, uh, like celeb shots coming in to like finish. It. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Um, let's talk about Salt Lake City. Um, before we talk about the arrest, yes, thoughts about the season leading up to that moment. Um, a lot of Whitney drama, yeah. which I don't hate. I don't hate her. I like Whitney. I like Whitney too. The people that I didn't like last season, I'm like kind of coming around to this season. I'm telling you what, Meredith is iconic. She's I, so iconic. And I'm telling you, she is giving more and more like this past episode, the episode before. I am like, she is maybe full on acting, but I am absolutely 100% into it, devoted. Yeah. She was giving full like, like uh murder mystery 
uh like uh actor in in the last in this last episode where she was like hmm don't know yeah. like in her in her like little voice yeah that's like... um i think leading up to the arrest i was actually really into salt lake i love petty drama so like the caterer stuff, Lisa definitely canceled the caterers. Like let's be yes. real, like like she absolutely and and then she got the caterers to come up to that table, um, I and know. say, yes. "Oh my god, this is crazy! We totally did not cancel on Angie." Like also like and then Angie was only in like a couple episodes. Like I'm confused. Did yeah. she just like I know she's a friend up, but did she just decide she didn't want to do anything else? I don't know. It's it's very weird, uh, the Angie thing, but. I I was not a Lisa Barlow fan last season. I am turning into a Lisa Barlow fan simply on the fact that I love to hate her. I think that she is so calculating and so manipulative. And she is pulling every single string that is not the Shaw arrest. She pulled the caterer thing. She pulled uh, the... Um, the Cameron, that Cameron guy coming on to tell Meredith about... about uh, Mary's church allegedly being a cult. She... Wait, I can't wait for next week though, because we're gonna say how she mortgaged that he mortgaged his home and gave Mary's church thirty three hundred thousand dollars. I know, and, and also R.I.P. to that man. Um, he died. Yeah. Oh my God, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. She she orchestrated the the. Oh, I thought it was weird that uh Whitney sent product to that man that you yelled at, Jen. Um, Wait, I literally want, I want to know all the people who they keep bleeping out. I'm like, I'm sure I can go on Reddit and figure it out. Yeah, but you can absolutely go on Reddit. But I any, want to know. Lisa is stirring everything up and is so obvious about it. And then when she gets caught, it is so funny to see her be like, what? I didn't do it. No, stop. This is hurtful. And then she's like, I'm not talking about this. All right. I guess let's talk about the arrest. This was riveting television. <laughs> absolutely insane it was like hitting camera it was cops it was true crime it, it was, was everything crazy. we ever wanted to know uh, um and see i also will shot... say i literally i love jenny like the entire time as she is out of the loop and just sitting there drinking a beer and eating snacks yes. as they're all freaking out about jen i do love that part i sadly feel like jenny is not gonna be with us next season I agree. Not giving. And I really, I, I like her, not for my television, though. I agree. Um, But I think that shot of them talking about after Jen just left and them talking being like, oh, my God, I hope that, like, everything is okay. And then just in the corner, you see the cop cars pull up. You see the SWAT team ascending. And, like, they're just, like, in the van talking about, like, snacks. And it's, like, yeah. so crazy to watch. Um. I also think that it's insane that Jen came up with that lie so quickly. Also, but, like, it wasn't good. Because, like, honestly, you could have said anything. You could have said, like, oh, like, they found, like, a lump. They have to do a biopsy. Like, internal bleeding is so serious. Or just say, like, like, or just say, I have a family emergency. Yeah. And, like, I yeah, have to go. Yeah, just say something's happened to Sharif. Like, I but have I will, to or something I will with the kids. I will say, though, like, that the comedy that Heather Gay was giving us um when she was like oh what i can feel your energy and then jen is obviously trying to leave like very quickly and heather's like oh but like give me a hug come on let's hug we should hug and then hug and then she's like oh but like really you should tell the girls like in the van like that like what happened like you like they should hear it from you and jen's like "Uh, okay guys i gotta go like and then and then heather's like but are you sure that like you can't just like like what if we just like drive you to like and jen is like no i have to go and that's but that's literally like what lisa was like what's suspicious is that she just left so though so slow but i was like probably not to her own doing um lisa calling all six of her lawyers is one of the funniest things Camp, amazing, a meme, true camp. Like so funny, and then just and then she thinks that she can like, like cover her mouth, and like it's not gonna get picked up on camera or microphone. And then she's like, "I think Meredith has knows something." Yeah, I was like, (laughs) "I was like, what are you doing? Stop it!" Um, Mary showing up to that weird house in Vale to Meredith in the tub. And Meredith just, Meredith's whole reaction to things being like, well, yeah, duh. Like, yeah. I knew that, like, something was unsavory and I'm not surprised, but I'm going to enjoy my fucking vacation in Vail. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Same. 
Do you, so the question of questions, do you think Meredith has anything to do with her sting? I don't know. Um, I think that, that if, so like, if it were to come out like months from now that like Meredith was the one that tipped them off, I would be like, makes sense. Um, the stuff that Jen did to Brooks is truly disgusting. Um, yeah. and I think that Meredith at her core is, is very much a mama bear. So I could yeah. totally see like the justification being like, well, she outed my son on Twitter. Like, yeah. like, of course I'm gonna like, like get, get her, you know? Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I also just like think she is ha- absolutely done. Oh yeah. With Jen. Yeah. Like D O N capitalized done. Uh-huh. So I think that that is also. There was the, the moment when she sits down at the table towards the end of the episode and she's like, so the question we have to ask. And then it like. Your Meredith pa- is pretty good. Thank you. Um, and then it like pauses and then she's like, how do we feel? <laughs> and for a moment I truly in my head I said Meredith you missed an opportunity because the correct thing to do would have been to say so how do we like the house <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like to just completely bypass yes. the arrest like you did the entire episode Ugh, it just, just a missed opportunity um, I also do want to say that I think that the Mary to go to the Italian party Mary being mad at Whitney for not falling for the prank is true comedy to me that she that she showed up and was yelling at Whitney that she ruined the joke and Whitney was like the joke on myself like like why yeah. would I why would I do that um and then it makes And also but Mary was just literally so mad at her and then Mary was like I told you to get your Italian name on a thing she's like my name doesn't translate to anything <laughs> She was like, I called you four times. Um, it makes me nervous when Mary gets like that because then it makes me wonder how she is in her church, allegedly. Yeah. I, to be completely honest, don't think I would want to be very close or near Mary at all. Um, everyone always seems uncomfortable when they're in a scene with Mary. I agree. Um, yes. But I think that that's because Mary, Mary is, a, is an uncomfortable person. I Mary is person. socially awkward. Yes. Yep. I, yep. Like. I think, like, no offense, like, if you basically, like, grew up in this church and, like, blah, 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 that's all you know, like, I think potentially there is a potential outcome for that. Yeah. Not saying that's, like, the case, but I think, yeah. Um, I think that that's all I have. Yeah. It's, that was one, good... I mean, one other thing, some, yeah. I mean, Winter House. Oh, yeah, Winter House, the horniest Winter show House. on television. Yeah, it's literally great. Like, um, honestly, like there's it's there's no storyline. They just every episode they drink and get drunk, yeah. and like it's just a melding of, um, like Southern Charm people, Summer House people, and then like a couple other new random people. Yeah, there it's wintry vibes. I think it's perfect that it's literally airing now, even yeah. though it was like almost a year ago at this point. But it's like getting us into this winter vibe, and I love that. Yeah. Um, we should be getting, we think, should be getting Summer House soon in February usually. In February, yes, we yeah. should. Yeah, that's typically when we get it. So. Thank God. Um, yeah. So like, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's like fun, fun, whatever. It's there's nothing, again, really big happening. Yeah, so. I like all of the people. Uh, for the most part. Me too. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, that was, that was a great, that was a great catch up. Yes. I mean, we had a couple months of Bravo to catch up on. Yeah. And I'm glad we did it this week instead of trying to squeeze it all into last week. Last week. I agree. All right. So let's move on. Moving forward with, uh, true stories. We are doing, uh, 2016's Hidden Figures. A great film. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and did I cry? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. What are you going to tell Taraji me? Taraji in this is, like, so good. Did she win an Oscar or anything? Really? Not even nominated. Wow. That's honestly insulting. I know. I have the same thought. Because, like, Do you know I, who like, was nominated? Like, you see her in other things. And, like, I mean, like, she's great in everything she does. But, like, I think this role was, like, so I don't know. She was so good. You, she like had, I don't know, like so much like, I don't know, like a variety of like, of like emotion and like all, all this stuff that I thought was like super like I don't know. You don't always like 
see yeah. out of her. I think in this a different is, role. This is my favorite Taraji performance, and and it, this is coming in the midst of Empire, where that character that she was playing Cookie was so over the top and so cuckoo crazy. So then to see her in this, you're like, wow, like like you can do like both sides of the coin type of thing. Yeah, and like you would think that like at that time because Empire was huge. Um, that, like, you know, people would be like, oh, like, we need Taraji at our ceremony. No, they nominated Octavia Spencer. Who I thought did fine. Fine, fine. We have to stop yeah, nominating. Yeah, like, Octavia name- is always good, but, like, her role was, like, fine. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, that's, like, very weird to me, but. I know, I know. Um, but let's talk about the beer first before yes. we, before we dive into this movie. Okay, so um, this week with Hidden Figures, I paired um, Juggernaut Coconut Vanilla um, Porter from Jug Handle. And, like, I picked it because, like, Astronaut, a.k.a. NASA, space, basically what the movie is about. Sounds like Juggernaut. I don't really know why it's called this. The three women are kind of juggernauts, too. The, the industry yeah and so basically what this is so jug handle i'm sure we've drank other things from it yes. for the pod it's literally um are one of our local breweries here in our area um we're big fans of it so it is um again a porter uh toasted coconut and vanilla porter um it is 8.1 percent alcohol so it is hefty um, on the alcohol content. So it actually, as we said in the beginning, was award-winning. It was in 2018. It won Best Porter, number one, first okay. place. Again, Mike is not liking it because it is it is a darker beer, which isn't always his favorite. So, but it won Best Porter in 2008's um, Asbury, not Asbury, um, Atlantic City Beer Fest. Um, and so basically what it is, it says... This North Meets South brew blends the powerful forces of a robust porter with freshly toasted coconut and Madagascar vanilla beans. So that's that about that. To be completely honest, I'm not. What? I'm not tasting the coconut. Smell it. Smell, yes. It's all coconut. Taste, no. Well, it's toasted coconut, so I think that might be a little different okay. i don't know do you want me to tell you um, what the okay. other jug handle uh beers were that we drank yeah sure okay so we drank um jug handle sour wheels okay yuck yeah we drank it for hold on i'll tell you what movie it was uh love simon okay we drank bee sting for silence of the lambs okay and then we're doing this one Okay, I will say I do really like Beasting too. Um Sour Wheels is not a favorite of mine at all. Um I don't love I like a mild sour. I don't love like strong sours and a lot of their sours are strong and like super flavorful. So if that's something you like, definitely check it out. But for me, it's going to be a no dog. Yeah. For this beer, uh-huh. there aren't many reviews as far as like people writing things. There's actually none. I couldn't find any wow. um, word reviews. <laughs> so on Untapped, but there's 2,704 people who checked in this beer on Untapped. Right. Um. So out of all of those reviews, what do you think this is? So I'm definitely probably in the minority and think that this is bad. Um, I'm going to say that th- that this is cumulative, right? Um, yes, overall. Uh, out of five? Out of five, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it's like a 4.7. 3.86. Wow, lower yeah. than I thought. Yeah, wow. so right about there to four. Um um, right about there to four, um, which I think is an appropriate thing. Like, I like it. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had it at the brewery recently, and it was I didn't get all, like, the aroma as I'm doing drinking it out of the can. Right. Um, definitely liking it better out of the can, which is unusual because usually, like, fresh at the brewery is, like, the way to go. But yeah. I guess with this, it's not. But, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I'm I love that you love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, and Lisa Bartle, I love that. I um, love that. Um yeah. So I guess we'll move on. Is there anything else that you want to say? No, that's it. All right. Uh Harley. Yes. Twenty sixteen. Hidden figures. Janelle Monet. Octavia Spencer. Uh uh Taraji P. Henson. Kirsten Dunst. Um Jim Parsons. I'm missing someone. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. Uh Kirsten Dunst. Did I say her already? I must I might have. Um but either way, what is this movie on Rotten Tomatoes? A ninety-four. It's a ninety-three. Okay, well close. And the the Rotten Tomato score matches the audience score. Both are ninety-threes. Oh wow. Which I think is appropriate. Yeah. For um, this film. In heartwarming, crowd-pleasing fashion, Hidden Figure celebrates overlooked and crucial contributions from a piz- from a pivotal movement in American history. Yeah. Why, why don't we learn about these in the history books? Why don't we exactly. learn about these types of, of events? Exactly. Also, like, make a musical out of this. I literally... Okay. I came <laughs> into this. I have it written down. Harley would want a musical of this. I really... I do. And have Janelle Monet write the music. It honestly would be good when you think about it because it, it could so be good. like these. It could be like the. It's like the three. These three women who are like the leads, and like they can all have their like. I don't know. I think it would be really good. I'm ready to pitch it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Let's write this, baby. Um. Do you want Lynn? Know- where are you, Lynn? <laughs> oh, he'll he'll jump right on it. Um. Do you want to know what he'll you? He'll should- be Kevin Costner. <laughs> he will. Um. Oh, Mahershal Ali. That's um, someone else that I didn't Yes, say. okay, yes, 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 yes. Um, so this is what you should watch. If you liked Hidden Figures, you should also watch Leave No Trace, which I guarantee not a lot of people have seen. Um, you should watch Free Solo, which won the Oscar uh, for Best Documentary about the uh, free uh, climbers who climbed um, the Devil's Bowl in Yosemite. Are you okay. familiar with it? I feel like you would like that. What was that one called? Free Solo. Free Solo, okay. Um, and then you should watch Wonder, which is that movie with Julia Roberts about the um, her son is disfigured. Her, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then you should watch the doc- Is Owen Wilson in that too? Yep. Yeah. And then you should watch the documentary Citizen Four, which I actually recently just rewatched and was really, uh, it was really great still. Um, it is about uh, Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, sorry. Oh, I didn't, did I? No, you watched Snowden, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. This is the documentary about, like, the days leading up to when he came out as a whistleblower. What was, what did he work for again? Was it the government? Yes. He worked for for the military. Gotcha. Okay, yes. Okay. Um, so some trivia, oh, sorry, one more thing. So this was, uh, released on April 11th. Oh, sorry, January 6th. And uh, the box office was $169 million. Wow. What was the budget? $25 million. Wow. So they... They did good. This did I, I remember, well. I remember yeah. this being popular. I remember this being... being like, oh, like I remember hit. too. Yeah. I remember it being big. So as far as Oscars... Yeah. Did it win anything? No. That? Strange to me. It was nominated for Best Picture, um, okay. Best Adapted Screenplay, because it's based off a book, and then yes. Octavia Spencer was nominated. Okay, that makes sense. I'm, I'm glad that it was nominated. I mean, I understand that it, it probably... What what else was in the running that year, 2016? I think it was the... It had to have been the La La year. It had mm. to be... It had to have been the La La... Os, uh... Sorry to throw a curveball no, at no, you. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, I'm seeing Leonardo DiCaprio. Was it the 89th? No. La La Land. Yeah. La La Land. It was the 89th one. Yeah. So it was La La Land. Oh, so Moonlight, La La Land. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. Oh, that was that whole incident. Correct. (laughs) And we don't want to rehash the La La Land Moonlight on this pod. I just don't. I don't have the energy for it. Casey Affleck won Best Actor that year. Yikes. Yeah. Um, But yes, so that's, that's that. Um, I do have some trivia for you. So, all right, give it to me. Astronaut John Glenn did specifically request that Katherine Johnson review all of the calculations for the Friendship Seven mission 
His dialogue in the film is based on actual NASA transcripts. Um, And he did this before he could be confident enough to proceed. Um, But in reality, it it happened a few weeks before the launch. Obviously, it wasn't hours before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I thought that was really interesting. That is kind of cool that they took it right from a transcript. Um, when Taraji P. Henson signed on for the lead role, she met with real-life Katherine Johnson, who was 98 years old, to discuss the character she was about to portray. Um, Henson learned that Johnson had graduated from high school at age 14 and from college at, oh my eight, God. And from college at age 18 and was still as lucid as anyone, as anyone years younger. After the film was screened for Johnson, she expressed her genuine approval of Henson's portrayal, but wondered why anybody would want to make a film about her life. Oh my god, that like gave me sad chills. Like, yeah, I mean, I but I feel like you ever think not like that we've done anything exciting in our lives, but who knows like what like other people like again. I agree. I don't think anyone, but I also didn't do the things that this woman did. Yeah, like Catherine Johnson did receive the um the Presidential Medal of Freedom from uh, Barack Obama in 2015. Yes, I saw that. Has she passed or is she still alive? She passed February 24th, 2020 at age 101. Wow, I'm glad she got literally out before COVID. <laughs> I am so thrilled for her, like, to be completely honest. You don't agree? I don't know. I didn't think of it until you said it. Literally, like, though, like, this woman did so much, and she got to, like, imagine how devastating that would be when you're just, like, very old. Yeah. Um, and then, so, the, um, the whites-only bathroom thing that happens in the movie, um, where Kevin Costner goes to the, um, the East facility and then knocks it down and says, you do whatever you want. Um, yeah. Didn't actually happen. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, white savior yes okay i was gonna talk about it so we could talk about it but what actually happened is a lot better which um i i loved i don't think it would have made sense in the way taraji was portraying Catherine. but in what happened what happened in reality is that she just used whatever bathroom she needed to um and it did say whites only but she was just like okay yeah and and then and then just did it anyway because she like needed to go to the bathroom yeah but I, I mean, that is interesting was because did that ever happen where she ran across? Because like that, like was such a big no, I don't point think so. of the movie was like her running to the bathroom every day. Like so some things that are not historically accurate, according to Wikipedia, uh, Dorothy Vaughn um, at the time of the movie would have taken place, which is 61. Um, she was already a supervisor by that point. Um, and she was already uh like starting to train people on how to be on IBM on IBM yeah yeah um the the bathroom thing it says uh like the east side itself did not even exist um she said the thing about about um the bathrooms where like she just used whatever bathroom she needed and she said that there was one complaint um that was brought to her attention and she just ignored it and continued doing what she wanted um Mary Jackson did not have to get a court order to attend night classes. She asked the Which city... Which is also was insane. She asked the city <laughs> but, of Ham- But I will say her... But I will say that speech that she gives... It was great. Is great. It's yeah. such, like, a great, great piece of, like, um, just, like, a great little monologue that yes, she has there. I agree. Um, and then it gets into how um, some, of the, some of the behavior of Kevin Costner is a little white savory, which I agree... Yes, um, yeah. it's, and it's also like, like, it is a movie about these three women and have more faith in the viewers that are watching it to be able to like be completely interested in them as characters that we don't need these excess people to come in and do crazy like showmanship. Yeah. Like they as characters are the story and they are yes. the most interesting part of the entire movie. Like, I, we are watching them become the first black engineer for NASA. Like, we are watching uh, Dorothy Vaughn, like, see 
that like these machines were going to slowly take over other people's Which jobs. You, when you really, when you literally think about it, IBM is the, like that is, they were like, they were obviously in the movie called computers. Cause mm-hmm. that's what they did. They did like the math, but like IBM is the first computer. Yeah. Like, like actual, as we know it today, computer. Yeah. Um, so, and like, that's what they were working on. So that's like insane to think about, Mm -hmm. like, just like that, like, again, you saying that why that couldn't like hold people's like attention. Like it makes no sense because that's literally insane that these people like were doing it and programming and engineering it. Yep. Just have like more faith in, in your characters and also like in the audience themselves. Like the audiences are, are primarily not stupid. Like, like they're able to to figure stuff out, and like, you know, if it's a, if it's something interesting, like it'll hold their attention. Yeah. Well, to segue a tiny bit, I've been listening. I've been following the Elizabeth Tome case, um, the um, dropout, the podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Um, has been doing weekly court updates every Tuesday. They drop an episode, so I've been listening to it. And this one, they this week's, they were talking about like just juries in general. Um, they were talking about like the jury in the case and then also like in general they like interviewed a like a jury specialist who like Mm. studies the behavior of like juries in general rashida jones in the social network (laughs) and like but like no 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 but like is this person like the studies like the people who come in as juries and is able to be like is that what that's what yeah remember because she said she said it's my job to, to know how a jury is going to react. Like, like yes. look at this. Why, how did you know about, about uh, Sean being at the party? Or why, why did the cops yes, show up at I the party? Yes, I also like, think like that's that like almost like a lawyer. Like you kind of need to know. Yeah, I think, yeah. But, but I don't know. But she, this she is like a, a, jur- a jury specialist. And he basically is like, you would think that something, they said something and you were like, you would think that, oh, cause she's a new mom. They were like, you would think that like people would be sympathetic and wouldn't want to poop put a new mom in jail. So like they were saying how like it would be calculated, but then they were like, Oh, like the jury actually isn't sympathetic for that. And they would think it would be cruel. Cause she like knowing that these charges were coming up was going to have a children, right. which I honestly, um, didn't agree with. I mean, I know I'm totally segueing out of it, but I didn't agree with that. Cause I'm like, anyone could get pregnant at any time. And for you to be like, she did this, um, like, like as a plan, like whatever, um, isn't necessarily true. Could be true. I think, I think, I think the percentages of it being true are like 70, 30. Yeah. But I also think it's almost not a thing that you can prove unless like, I don't know. Unless there's like text messages between like her and her boyfriend being like, we have to get pregnant. Which I'm sure there are. Girls so dumb. The whole, they literally like, um right like well they read like the testimonies and they read like the different clients that are or like the different um witnesses that are coming up and what they're saying and then they also keep going through and reading all the text messages between her and Sunny and I'm like girl was stupid we can like, do, we can do a whole podcast on Elizabeth Holmes and well do you want it we should watch we should have watched the Amazon um thing what Amazon thing? Or was it just oh the doc oh that was the documentary right oh, HBO HBO, okay. Yeah. But apparently someone said that there's something on Amazon. Uh, there's something coming to Amazon, I think. Oh, uh, okay, okay, That's okay. the Amanda Seyfried show, I think. Yes. Um, listen, I've, I have documentaries on the wheel, so when, when it comes time, then we can we can talk about the Elizabeth Holmes thing. Heck yeah. Um, Sorry, okay, anyway, back into Hidden Figures. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to literally take over this beautiful story with this horrible woman. Yeah, truly. Um, what are your favorite, favorite stuff in, in the hidden figures? I just feel like overall it is a very well-made, um, and, and I will say it's breezy. Like I did not feel like it felt like I was watching a two hour movie. I feel like it moves so quick. Um, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not going to agree with you on that. Like, oh. to me, it's kind of long. Oh, interesting. It feels long to me. I do enjoy it, but it's, like, a lot of them doing math stuff and, like, whatever. And, like, when they talk about the space and the landing, like, I could honestly care absolutely 
7,000% less of like the trajectory of when the guy comes out of the You don't think that that's like day. fascinating the the go no go? No. Really? <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yeah. So I what mean, parts did you like then? I mean, I liked like the character development and like like seeing the women do their things uh-huh. and like like I don't know. I also, particularly, I just, like, liked also seeing the dynamic of um, Catherine, like, how, like, I don't know, like, how she was with the, what's, who's the guy that she winds up being married to? What's his name? In the movie or in real life? In the movie. I know in real life. Jim. Jim? Yeah. Um, so, like, so when like he the first approaches her at the, what? You like the love story? No, honestly, I don't, like, that's fine to me. It's, like, whatever. It's almost, like, a second. They just threw it in there because yeah. they're, like, I guess we we got to have love. If it's all about women, got to be about love. Right. Um, um, I also just really like Janelle Monae in it. Um, I think her character is really spunky. I think she's great and, in this. Yes, I think she's really great in this. Um, I like her character a lot. I do think that if this were to come out, like, now, right, even maybe like a year later, I feel like all three of them get nominations. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see obviously Taraji. I also think that um, like Janelle did like a really great job. Again, she's like was my favorite. I just liked hearing her like talk, talk yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, her dialogue was like the most. It had I don't know. It was like I love when like, she's when she's in like that weird tunnel thing and uh, her like shoe gets caught in the grate. And they're, like, about mm-hmm. to, like, to start the wind or whatever. And then the Russian guy's like, there's no shoe worth losing your life over. <laughs> um, I just think, I just think overall it's just, it's just a really great movie. And I think that it's rewarding at the end because you get so invested in these women and you see them succeed. And I'm, and, and I know that it's, like, a movie and I know that, like, I know it's dramatized and whatever, but... Um, it's just nice to see like a happy ending and like people succeed and like yeah, do I like agree. amazing work and yeah, like I and agree. like actually make like improvements to society, which is like amazing. Yeah, but also like my question again with it being real stories and I have all again you told that like what blatantly wasn't um true, but like were they all like really friends like that? I don't. No, that's what something I couldn't really find. It kind of varied. The information that I saw was like, yes, they knew each other, but obviously that they like didn't carpool or like, yeah, or like, um, they didn't, they like hardly knew each other because they were all there at different times. Like, like it just, it, and they're all in like different divisions. So like, it kind of just varies. I think it's a, that stuff doesn't bother me as much because it's very much a movie a movie thing where it's like we have these interesting characters we have to find a reason for them to be together we're just gonna stick them all in the same timeline type of thing that doesn't bother me as much but they all were like in the same like unit working in the same place right okay yeah yeah. yep they all were they all were in nasa like working at, at nasa yeah yep i just yeah i don't know i like it i think it's like again like i am absolutely surprised um, that these women, um, like, like, that these women really didn't, like, I mean, that they didn't think that their story should be told. Yeah. Like, um, I think, and I guess, like, that's just something of you go through life and that's, like, you just think your life is a life. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that they, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good story and I, I don't really like know what to say about it, okay. but the movie was good. It was enjoyable. It's honestly not my favorite movie. I think the acting is good, but like, it's not my favorite movie ever. That's so interesting. I, will tell I, you I this, think, I this think this is, this is a very rewatchable movie. This, this I'm is gonna, a movie. See, now now I I'm going to disagree watch, with you on that. I tried to watch it on a plane. Um, couldn't finish watching it. And then I tried to, when I first started watching it for this week, I started watching it, watched about 15 minutes and said, I'm going to have to revisit this. And then, um, started, then like rewatched it, um, from the beginning and went through and then it was fine. So. Okay. That's so interesting. See, we're just, we're just really off today. 
as far as like like what's going on. I really thought you were gonna love this movie. Like I thought you were gonna come in here and be like, it was great. One of my highest rated. I love this. Like it's so good. I mean, I like it. It's definitely gonna get a decent rating, but it's not my absolute favorite. I really just thought you were gonna be coming in with like pom poms today, being like, wow, this movie. I'm championing it. And I'm championing it. Like uh, putting it on a pedestal. Uh, you know, the same same way that you thought I was gonna love this beer, and we're just we're just we are off. We're we are off. absolutely we're off. off today. We're off today. I just I really thought, and that... that's like that's okay. It is. It is okay. I'm. This makes me very nervous for next week and the movie, but um, that's for another podcast. And that's what another we call. And that's what we call a tease. <laughs> um do you have anything else i don't really have like much to, to say i just i really love the movie i think i think that the chemistry between the three women um the three leads is incredible i like kirsten dunce like showing up for like two days of work and like being like a prissy white woman yes um i i was surprised we haven't like chatted about okay kirsten what do you what do you want to say about this. kirsten dunce so i mean it's surprising to me that she would take this little of a, of a role yeah i also like yeah, I get that. And I also think, is that, like, the reason why, um, I don't know, because, like, I'm going to say most of the dialogue with with Chris Kirsten Dunst is with Octavia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, I think some of Octavia's lines, especially, like, at the end to Kirsten are, like, funny. Um, but I'm just, like, none of, to me, none of their conversation and things like that was, like, not that it wasn't necessary. We needed a character like that to like, like prove the end result. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think the bathroom scene is really interesting. Um, that's the one where that's one where the, she has the line that I um, Octavia has the line that I really like that I can't remember now. But it, oh, she's like, I'm sure you like to think that or yes. something. So like, Kirsten Dunst basically says to her, like, you know, I'm not a racist, right? Like, that's basically like like the gist of it. And then Octavia Spencer's reply is, um, I know you think you're not, or something like yeah. that. Um, I'm sure you think you do, or something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, and it's a very interesting way to end the scene. That's the last we see of Kirsten Dunst, really. Yes. Um, it's, ve- it's very interesting. I think, I think it's there to show, one, Dorothy is the older out of the, out of the three of them. Um, so she's dealt with, with the, um, not just in NASA, but in general, the racism in America a lot longer. Um, yeah. she's, uh, seen a, probably a lot more. And I think it just is there to show that she has, she has Kirsten Dunst's number. She knows exactly what the game is. She, and, and she outsmarted Kirsten Dunst. Um, at the end, yeah. she saw that this machine was being delivered and she went to the library and stole a book about coding, um, so that, so that she could teach it to the other black computers and so that they could keep their jobs. And, and I think that it is, it, I don't know, it, it makes me really happy. <laughs> like it just is like, yeah. like I just, I love, I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. But other than that, she literally was fine. Like I agreed with you. Like it was a small role. It's like almost forgettable, but yeah. I always am. I always am. Am like, oh yeah, Kristen Dunst during this. Yes, movie. yeah. Playing. Did playing... we even say? Did we? Did we even say her name at the beginning? I did. I yeah. feel like I made, you did. I made, okay. I made sure because I. I mean, I love Kirsten Dunst. We're having. We're in a Dunst Renaissance right now. Like, I feel like things are happening. Um, yeah, justice for Dunst. Like justice but... <laughs> for Dunst. But yeah, I. I really like Hidden Figures. I think I. Uh, I like. I, I cried at the end when I watched it. I don't know why. Um, it was maybe an emotional day for me, but, but it, it just, it hit me in a spot and it made me cry. Um, I remember really liking it in theaters and thinking like, this is a nice movie, but I also have to remember where I was. It was 20, 2016, um, right after the election. So like, you know, it comes out and a movie like this, uh, really is like what people wanted and they wanted to feel good. They wanted to feel good yes. about, about where we were. Um, so I think it's always important to like time and place a movie um but I, I i think it's a solid movie i think it's pretty good and i think it avoids a lot of the traps that normal biopics do um i think i think you can see what's coming from a mile away but the the ride is still fun to get to the end result yeah i agree yeah and i mean again 
you think so last week we did social network right i think that it's as like interesting comparing the two yes because i mean obviously they're very very different yeah different time periods completely also like came out in different time periods mm-hmm. but um and again like the filming style like everything is so different um like this is much more even though yes it is a biopic it's much more like of a movie you're like much these are more characters and i think just because of how the social network is being like very courtroom uh-huh. very lawyer very like that yeah um it's a little bit more like sterile like and yeah. like um not as like and i mean again again it's mark Zuckerberg and he's literally an asshole but it's a little less like you're and it's a less like heartwarming yes, story for sure. for sure but it is super interesting just to like look at the two that we just did yeah well that's why that's why i picked them back to back yeah <laughs> um all right let's talk about the beer we're gonna do ratings <laughs> i'm so nervous um i'm giving juggernaut oh my god i'm giving it a 1.2 why i don't like it i'm sorry that's insane. I'm giving it a 4.2. You're disgusting. This is really bad to me, and, I'm, and I apologize to you and to all involved. Um, but I really brought this average down. The average is a 2.7. Wow. That is insul- insulting so bad and incorrect, but fine. All right. Um, well, Harley, what are you going to give the movie? Um. So I am going to give Hidden Figures... <laughs> Did you want me to uh, tell you what social network was? Yes, what I give social network. 4.4. I'm going to give Hidden Figures a 3.8. Okay. Good score. Um, so I gave social network a 4.8, which was only um, slightly lower than uh, all-time highest rated um, Stars Born, which I gave a 4.85. Yes. So Hidden Figures is obviously not getting that high. But I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. I do really like it. So our average for that would be three point nine. How do you? I feel? think appropriate. Okay. Yeah. You feel good about that? I know you don't feel good about the beer, but I can't help what I how I taste. Yeah. Literally, the rudeness just <laughs> jumps out. I know. Um, is there anything else you want to say? You want to talk about? Um. We're gonna have a guest next week. Right, yeah, right in time we're going to have a returning guest. You know him, you love him. In time for Thanksgiving. Um, and then nothing really. So we have our final episode of True Story Month next week. It's going to be coming out the day after Thanksgiving. Um, so while you're just chilling um, after eating that turkey, hanging out with your fam, doing whatever, please feel free to listen to our next episode. Um Other than that, we hope you guys have an absolutely amazing Thanksgiving. Hope it's restful. Hope it's restorative. Um, We're really, like, honestly in there, like, swimwear with this holiday season. Um, Again, I say this every time. You're going to be at family parties, whatever. Feel free to share our podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Other than that, um, we'll see you next week. And cheers. Cheers.